With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, guys? How are you doing? How is your week going? so happy it's the weekend almost because I need some drinks. It's been a week. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for this episode. I'm going to keep the intro short and sweet. Um, This conversation that you're about to listen to is so... Oh my gosh, I just... When we finished recording, my heart felt so full because we just had the most open and deep conversation. I should probably tell you guys who the episode is with, but I chatted with the beautiful Abby Marie. You guys probably know her on Instagram as Abby Marie Hardy. And like I said, we just had such an open conversation about her last relationship, motherhood, finding our confidence, just so much more. And I am so excited about it. I'm so grateful that she opened up and just shared so much. And I did want to give a quick little trigger warning for this episode because we do talk about her last relationship and how she dealt with emotional abuse and you know I'm obviously not a therapist or anything of the sort and like I said we just had a super open talk about her experience and how she's navigated it thus far but I also know that that is a sensitive subject so you know I just wanted to put that out there in case for whatever reason maybe this isn't an episode you want to listen to or I don't know I just wanted to say that before we get into it um but yeah, so I'm just so excited. You know, I love talking about anything and everything pretty much. And I think these are things that are so important to talk about. And I'm so grateful that Abby just was so real about it and opened up so much about it. And I think she is absolutely amazing. I loved her. I loved this conversation. I loved just everything about having her on. So I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay. Oh my gosh. Hi. So (laughs) I am joined today with the beautiful Abby Marie and I'm so excited for this conversation. Um, I've been following you for a while on Instagram and I just feel like, I just feel like you're just a bright light on there and I have the most fun following you. So with that said, Mm -hmm. do you want to give us a little intro, your name, how old you are, your social security number, (laughs) (laughs) all the good stuff. stuff. Yes. Okay. So yes, I am Abby Marie Hardy. My full name is my Instagram name, so it's not hard to find me. Um, I am 26, uh, originally from Portland, Oregon, but I actually just moved to Arizona like three three months ago. So yeah, I have this skincare kind of, it's kind of skincare, kind of lifestyle, kind of everything, motherhood, all this stuff, kind of on my page. I started a year ago and I'm like, it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I absolutely love it. So I, I, love I, it. I couldn't imagine my life. Yeah, I couldn't imagine my life without it. Like, that's how I met you. I mean, virtually and like so many people that I know. So it's just opened so many doors. So it's pretty awesome. Love it. How are you liking Arizona so far? So I went to school here uh, for a year in 2015. Okay. 
and it, it's kind of I'll get into that later because it's kind of all involved with okay like yeah my whole life yeah. um but yeah so I, I've been here before so I'm used to the weather um my parents though retired here so gotcha. I'm here with them and my son they are not used to 115 <laughs> so I'm looking forward for them to like experience the good part of the year like the reason people come yeah. here so we're getting there. We're, we're in the low hundreds now. Oh so I'm my gosh. Excited. And I com- I, I complain and it's only like, I mean, it's been like 89 or 90 here, but it's just so humid. Like it's, it's so humid. humid here. I can't, st- like, yeah. I don't enjoy walking outside to walk my dog and being drenched in sweat. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. not the vibe. Oh I don't yeah, enjoy no, oh, it. Yeah. No, I, I sweat so bad. <laughs> I feel like I'm sweating right now. Same, <laughs> so I'm like, same. I just feel like a walking puddle. Same. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so your son, Luca. Yeah. He is your beautiful. Oh, Wait, how old is he? He is like almost three and a half. Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah. I mean, let's take it back. Like, tell me, I mean, let's take it back to the day you found out you were pregnant. Like, what was your reaction? What was your situation kind of at the time? Yes, yes. Okay, so um, I actually was living in Arizona. Okay. Um, and so basically, um, yeah, I had I had moved to Arizona, like literally within two weeks, I was like, I need to get out of here. I was going through a really bad breakup. Um, and my dad was like really on board just to get me the heck out of town. Yeah. So I actually had a cousin who lived in Arizona and she's like, come visit. So I visited, loved it. Within two weeks, I applied to GCU, was accepted, all's good. And um, yeah, I moved here and I started working and I loved it. Best year of my life. And so... During that time, like my sister had gotten engaged, and I'd flown back and forth for like holidays. And her wedding was in July of two thousand or July of two thousand and sixteen. So, uh, you know, it's kind of basically I flew home um, from Arizona, and while I was home, I I had seen um, my ex that I didn't tell anybody, like not even a soul. <laughs> um, yet for like four days, I would like go do stuff and didn't say a word. Um, my sister got married. I was super emotional. I decided I wanted to move back home out of nowhere. Like I got hit with a brick. Um, I was like, I just, I just wanted to move home. Yeah. Like I just felt like I needed to move home. And then, so I flew back to Arizona, quit my job and I had some other stuff going on too. But then two days before my dad, uh, flew in to drive back with me, I found out I was pregnant. So I had like no idea I was pregnant. Um, obviously also nobody knew who the, f- <laughs> exactly like my situation of who the father was yeah and so yeah everyone's like oh you moved back home because you're pregnant like honestly I had no idea how did you how did you like were you late did you feel something like okay so basically it's so funny too because I vividly remember these moments and I was actually taking pictures pretending to be pregnant the night before with because I was so bloated and the whole week my friend's like I kept texting her vividly because I would go through these messages and I was like, Matt, my, her name was Maddie. And I was like, Maddie, like, I just feel like I'm going to get my period. I feel crampy. I felt crampy. I legit, that's why it took me, it took me five days to take a test. Cause I was like, it doesn't feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to get my yeah. period. And it, it just didn't come and it didn't come. And I was like the night before, I mean, I was, I was drinking hard. My sister got married. I was right, just going through right. a hard time. I was drinking yeah, a lot. Yeah. And I mean, like there was, it was a whole like party in there so it was just like I there was a lot going on for those first four weeks and so I was like okay I'm just gonna take a test I drove to Walgreens I was literally just jamming to music and then I you know take the test and I'm like in shock I'm like I like shaking run to my friend at the bar I slap the pregnancy test on the pee stick on the bar top and I'm like I'm fucking pregnant and she's like 
oh my god like it, it was just it was like I think just because like the situation I was in and we can get in that later yeah. it was just super bizarre yeah. um I also have been told multiple times due to other things that had happened that I wouldn't probably be able to get pregnant very easily it definitely would have taken a lot more um wow. so I just yes and I was also on birth control so I mean there's the whole yeah that's like I'm sure everyone if they're listening their ears they're like oh well, my jaw like kept control, dropping so. as you kept yeah. speaking just now <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that's, I I was shocked to say the absolute right. least, and I was also, the whole thing, too, that what was an issue is that I was, like, kind of, I'm not, wasn't doing anything wrong, but I also was, like, kind of seeing somebody, like, kind of seeing somebody in Arizona. Um, he didn't live here. We were, like, good friends or whatever, and so it just, it caused a lot. Right, I can imagine. going f- forward, yeah, and having to, like, hop in a car with my dad and, like, tell him what was, and everything. What was and, his reaction? It's so funny because I was like, I'm going to make it all the way back to this 24-hour drive to Oregon. I'm going to make it not. I'll tell him I get home. And I'm like, the minute I saw him at the airport, I started, I like started crying. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Get in the car. And I just break down. And he's like sitting there. He's like kind of nodding his, nodding his head. He's like, oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, can I ask like who this father is? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it's my ex-boyfriend. And they already know him. And like, it's a whole thing. Um, and he was, he was really like, okay, you know, I come from a religious family, mm-hmm. so I think there was, this was not the first non-religious incident I had ever, you know, I've, I've done lots of things to, you yeah. know, that pat, that boat had sailed at least for the innocence of me, like, long yeah, ago, yeah. so it wasn't like a shock, yeah. like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it wasn't like my Virginia or Right, you know, right. This is like, everybody knew what was happening, so, yeah, it was just, um, it was just, the, I think the hardest thing was the person okay. that it was with. I, that was the, I wouldn't have been so scared to tell them if it wasn't for that. And so that, that's, yeah. how did you tell him, like your ex? I just, I just FaceTimed him. I literally had no shame. I don't, I'm not against abortion, but personally, I, I don't want to get an abortion. Right. Like I'm just like I'm pro, pro-choice, but like for me, like yeah. I know my, like what I would do. And I just... I've always wanted to be a mom. I'm like, a, I had like eight babe dolls as a baby. They all yeah. had names, you know, like that was my thing. So I knew regardless of what would happen, I would keep it. So I straight up, that's like the first thing I told him. I'm like, don't even ask me to get one because I'm not, not even going to have option. that conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so he, he didn't try to like push me or anything. Um, but I think he was like in shock. I mean, it's on FaceTime. So For I mean, sure. I just told him, I just called him. I'm just like, yeah, this is what's happening. So. Yeah, I mean, it goes into this whole spiral of things that happen after. But first initial reaction, honestly, not supportive. Like, not like, oh, my gosh, I'm here for you. But also not like, oh, like, like absolutely just devastated right. kind of right. thing. So I hear you. It could have gone a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And and he's the ex. Is he the one that you mentioned of having just, like, not the best relationship with? Yeah, so I met him when I was 18, um, okay. and he was my first, like... Everything. I had a boyfriend before oh, okay. him, yeah, but it was not like... It, it was not like I did not feel the way I felt for that one the way I did for him, so it was just complete... Yeah, it's been a, a mind, you know, blur for about eight, seven, eight years, so... Yeah, there's a lot of history type in between those things. And so how would you describe your relationship with him? Um now or in a whole I mean yeah like as a whole and I guess how it's progressed now like I guess co-parenting now and if that's even what you guys do like you know like how the dynamic is I guess yeah yeah I think you know 
and it goes so I have a very vivid vivid memory like and I hold on to like memories and emotions like I'm very empathetic yeah. um I just I feel so mm-hmm. hard like I see an old guy sitting on same. a bench I'm and the I literally same. ball my eyes yeah. out oh it's like my body physically yeah. and so I can literally remember like times days like from the beginning and I, I met him I played college volleyball and he played college baseball so I met him um back in when I was a freshman in college uh and it, I was just so smitten at first I'm not sure like why I just I just think I found interest in someone and he was on the baseball team yeah. and that that lasted for a little while and then you know I just didn't know about his past I didn't know about his exes and at that point I felt like I was so invested so and he wasn't and it just really um obviously started to shift it and then you know lots of stuff happened um you know he ended up cheating and back this is just back at the beginning and I was heartbroken he broke up with me um and I literally was like the most devastated like it's kind of pathetic and and thinking about my mind like like how young I get it I was so young and it just hurt like I like was stabbed so yeah and, and so we ended up it's just a mess. It's truly like, there's no other way to explain it. It's just truly a mess of seven, eight years um, of getting back together, um, not knowing who he's with and being cheated on. I mean, just emotional abuse, um, mentally just effing with my mind. Um, and it kind of went on and off. I'd say, you know, if it wasn't with me, he was with his ex. Right. And if he wasn't with his ex, he was with me. And if not, it was somebody else. And if it, it just was like, I felt so invested and like it was like, like so trapped. important to win his attention. Like trapped. Yeah, I felt trapped and I felt like I lost if I didn't have him. Right. Like I felt like I, I was losing and it's like any other person saying like, you know, not emotionally invested can be like you're winning. Yeah. But like even to this day, I still, it's a weird feeling. So throughout all of that, you know, it was up and down, up and down. And then it got, we had a really bad breakup right before I moved to Arizona. And that's why my dad wanted me to get out of Oregon. Mm. He wanted me to go to different, he just wanted me to have a fresh start. Yeah. Yeah, So once I came back home, we like, um, tried to like work out. Um, I mean, when I say we, it's mostly me. Um, just because it's just not, it's just not who he is. And I, I tried and, um, you know, it was just a lot of, when I was pregnant, he didn't, I don't think he wanted to believe that it was his. So he had, he got like a paternity test while I was pregnant, which costed like $1,200. And it was like, and he tried to be there for me, but it was just like to the point where like, okay. Like even he said like freaking his aunt's like a psychic or something. And he told me when I was pregnant that she had a vision that I was gonna have a miscarriage. Oh and it was my just, yeah. God. Yeah. And like, that, like, I mean, it's, and he I was trying. Was, he was trying to do anything like she, to like not be in the situation. In basically, yeah, and it's like I, I know in my like, and I don't try like, and I, and I say this, and I've said this before in my stories. Like when I'm going to talk about stuff, like I don't want. I feel on. I don't feel like I'm real enough if I'm not honest about certain yeah. things. But I also not. I'm not trying to put him down. I'm simply just trying to explain the situation. Yeah. And well, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's, that's, it doesn't sound like you're trying to put him down. I mean, you're yeah, just kind it, of saying what has happened yeah i'm just stating the facts of like literally that was said and so it was just it, it, my pregnancy alone was easy but like the um, emotional crap that went on right. was not so that was yeah and when luca was born was he like present you know at the beginning yes. like what's their so relationship he, like 
so he was, we broke up at Christmas because he wanted to get back with that ex or something that, I don't even know. This whole thing, I'm telling you, it's yeah. been like trauma. Yeah. So we broke up, he broke up with me and I was like, whatever. And honestly, I was thinking I was happy deep down. I went those three months, um, three, next three and a half, four months, you know, on my own. Um, and then when Luca, I mean, he was like, he was just in living it up, drinking, partying, all that stuff. I think he's trying to get it out of his system. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But when he, Luca was born, I, when I went into labor, um, which I was induced. So like, I knew like I could call him and tell him to come. He was actually like two hours away and he came with his friend. It was kind of weird. Um, but he came in like a, like, like dress pants and like a, a like a, like I don't a know, tux? nice shirt. Oh. He kind of, like a, not, not a tux, but I don't, just a dress shirt, yeah. I guess. And like came with like a little flower or whatever. And like, I mean, it was a nice gesture, but yeah. I, I, I do know he was freaking out. But I mean, the minute that Luca was born, like they were in there. I, I labored, oh my gosh, I, I didn't labor for, I think it was like 17 hours, but I pushed for four and a half hours. And so Thank it was God. just like, yeah. So it just, it was really lingering and they almost had a C-section and it was just like, oh, it was a lot. I was just like, no. Yeah. I'm not doing this. So at the end, I finally got to a place where they were like, do you want anyone else in here? And I was like, okay, my brother-in-law decided to come in. I think he regrets that. But <laughs> my, my, <laughs> I love him to death. But yeah, he came in and then my um, my dad and the, the father came in. And so, yeah, so it was my dad, uh, my brother-in-law and the father. And so they came in within like those last two minutes. And then it was like, came out and he was on my, it was actually so funny because my sister was standing next to me and she's like do you want to switch so like he could be next to me when he came so he could see the baby and like literally 10 seconds later luca comes flying out and shits all over my sister like mid-air and I'm like, she's over there gagging oh and my like, God. her husband's trying to help her and then we started crying because it was just so emotional yeah, and it was like it's done and yeah. it's like and so yeah so but they had a good connection i like, didn't know babies like came out shitting I don't know. I'm glad he didn't shit in me, and I'm glad like he didn't. Like, but literally, like you could hear like splash, oh splash, splash, and she had like one of those Nike runner jackets. It was just, yeah, it was like, and they literally him and her just switched like seconds prior. Oh my prior. god! So it was just, Why? It was like the best moments I have. Yeah. So yeah, that's something that always like get to have. But yeah, so he they like I think you know speaking about now, um, he. He, I know that he loves him, his, Luca, so much. And I, I know that I do think it did change him in ways um, immediately and also, like, long-term. But at the same time, not fully. Right. I think it's just an addition and it hasn't become, like, his life. Right. Like, it is added to what he does versus, for me, it is Your life. what I do. Right. It, I, yeah. So, I, I, I'm, it, we've you know and I talk you talk about the co-parenting thing and it's funny because it's like weird for me to even use that word sometimes because you don't feel like it applies it is, yeah but it's like technically true and you know he we dated and we were together um this is where a lot most of the emotional trauma like comes in for me um we dated he came and he would come stay at our house you know four days there and then go back to school for three days because he was in his last year and I was online school and um you know he'd come and he'd help and we got along so well but it was really easy to be okay when there's no jobs there's no it's summer we are like just yeah under my parents roof yeah. they are you know they're helping us with all like food and everything right. and it's like it was he would go golf for four to five hours and then come home right. and it was easy like it was easy yeah, yeah it was easy so it made our relationship easy right and so it made us like connect on like a better level and it kind of just kind of evolved into being a relationship mm-hmm. like 
I mean, it was very evident how close and friendly we always have been. Like, I am a very good friend with him. We laugh like no other. Everyone says that about us. But it just turned into something more, I guess. And I think I forced it a little bit because... You wanted it, you I mean, wanted it, it to work. Yeah, I'm going through a freaking postpartum depression. And I'm going through just becoming myself again. And I'm like, okay, the father of my child's here. Like, it'd be great if we could, like... Work it out. Be together. Yeah. Yeah. And so... He, you know, he ended up moving, he lived with us for a little bit, and then he got a place with his friend, and then this is kind of where it hit the fan, and, you know, we tried, I tried to live there with his friend, and him and his friend, and me just, like, literally, he just pushed my buttons like no other, and he was good at it, and, you know, it's just, we just and did not you, get along. when you say emotional abuse, what uh-huh. does that, like, what does that look like, or what did it kind of look yeah. like? So, it's so hard, because in the moment, and if anyone's, like, listening to this, and and I think deep down, you know you're going through yeah. it, but you don't know how to address it. Right. Um, I couldn't tell. I was always defending and, like, um, making excuses in the moment for it. But I think, like, looking back now, like, there's a lot of stuff of moments where I'm like, I should have left. Yeah. And I think that's – I hold myself accountable for that because it's just – it's in writing in the walls. But um, but I think – I think – so, know, sorry to interrupt you. I have never – No, yes, I've please. never been – in an emotionally abusive relationship but I have seen from the outside Mm -hmm. um and I think one of the biggest things is like when you're in it it's it's all blurry like it's all blurry you don't see it like people can be yelling it at your like yelling it to your face and writing it to you Mm -hmm. and like showing it to you and listing everything to you and when you're in that situation like that's why I don't think I mean when you say like you hold yourself accountable I think it's so much more complicated than that like I think you need to give yourself grace because when you're in situations like that like it is so hard to like see things clear and that's exactly why it's an emotionally abusive relationship because not I mean not speaking from experience but I feel like it's very manipulative and so they kind of manipulate you in a way where you think everything's fine and even the fact that you said you had to defend everything like that's even just like you know what I mean the fact that you have to defend him to people shows a lot right so just wanted to say like don't be so hard on yourself because like it's I mean (laughs) being it's so hard and even in even in even in relationships that aren't that good for you maybe they're not emotionally abusive but even even if they're not that good for you and you're just like blinded by them it's so hard to see things until you're out like until you're out of them then yes. you're like oh my god like why didn't i see that yeah. why didn't i leave like it's so much easier to say it you know it's so much and you you and the thing is you totally see it you just see it as something else right you see it as, you, like, like justify it well justifying it and you know so i mean you think i think about things that i have that i went through and i think you know a lot of times you know he would a lot of like um like making me feel like the situations were my fault right. or Blaming calling you. me crazy, yeah. calling me a psychopath, um, like basically just verbally saying things to hurt me, yeah. and that was really hard for me. But let alone like, you know, I mean, there was moments. I mean, dr- and drunk or not, it doesn't matter. But like the like saying like, you know, you're never gonna be like, I'm never gonna love you. You're never gonna be loved. Like it's like things like that. Like honestly, the and what towards the end and when it got really bad, like. I mean, it was a few days before I left. Um, it was, he was telling me, like, you know, he just wished I wasn't even Luca's mom. He wished someone else was. And, like, and and wished his ex-girlfriend was. And I'm like, how how do I even, like, get that out of my mind? And there's so many things he said to me or done to me. Like, you know, like, we were in the car once. And, you know, it was just – he was just so irritated all the time with me. And it made me feel like it was always Your my fault. fault. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because even when I say it, you know, you still feel like – 
you like it is your fault but it's you know that it's you know not that it's not you, you know that it's not but you're like oh wait like maybe was it like did maybe. i do something because you're because you're yes. trying to justify it to yourself where it's like yeah this is not your fault and it's it's no. probably so hard to like digest and like swallow the fact that you know he probably has his own fucking oh. handful of problems and like hurt yeah. people hurt people you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god! Yes. Wait, is that in, like that? That's in the movie, but I totally love that line so much. It's so true, though. It, it's so true. It is, and and it's so funny too because you know he acted like he was so fine, like he was. There was nothing wrong it's like with denial. him. It was me. I changed. I changed my medication. I tried to go on different things to make me slow, t- like talk slower, not have as much energy because I was too high maintenance. Oh my god! Like the way I ate, the way I chewed. Like, he looked into my eyes and saw nothing. Like, and this is, like, when, like, and sometimes it's, like, in the heat of the moment. And then sometimes it's, like, just, you know, in passing. And it just felt, like, and I say it, and I'm, like, why didn't I leave sooner? And I still even am conflicted in my moments now. And it's so, it is so deep. There's, like, trauma from years, from cheating, from just am I not good enough? And then that whole thing of, like, I'm a competitive person, so it's really hard for me to understand, like, you know, when someone cheats on you or whatever, yeah. or like, like, I feel like I'm not, it's like, I'm not good, good enough. enough. Yeah. It's, so, me- it's I, so messy. I've been cheated on too. And mine was, I was younger, but like that shit mm-hmm. hurts nonetheless. Like, because oh you, it's like, it's inevitable to not blame yourself until you grow up a yeah. little bit and you like reflect on the situation and you're like, okay, well, right. And it, it makes you feel like there must be something wrong with me. Like it, you know, what can I fix? What can I fix? And I can't even like when you're, as you're saying these things to me, the things that he said to you are just like the moments that you guys had where he was just like looking into your, just like everything yeah. that, you, like, that he was saying to you, like it breaks my heart because it's like, how old were you when this was happening? 19, 20, yeah. 21? Like I these mean, are yeah. like not, they're already years that are so hard because I feel like those are the years where you're just like, you're growing into yourself. You're learning so much. Like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're become like we're our bodies are changing. Our yeah. lives are changing. Like it's, I feel like it's such, I don't want to say like incredibly monumental years, but they it's are. It's a foundation like, time where like literally. And so if some, and if someone is sitting there looking you in the eyes and telling you that you're, that they don't love you that you're you're never gonna like I just it makes me so angry first of all that like that even happened and that that does happen all the time yeah but I just like you know like it's it's yeah sometimes it leaves you speechless because it's like I think everyone knows the answer on paper leave what are you doing like it obvious but it's like there's so much deeper and still after no, all I know of there's this, so much more to that. There's so, so much more to the story. Hard. And, and you I, guys have you guys have something in common. You guys it's oh, not that, that is you know the that's hardest. that's there's a the thing is like it's one thing to be in an emotionally abusive relationship, right? Where like it's hard to leave and then maybe finally the person leaves, okay, and then you guys go yeah. your separate ways. But you guys have something that ties you together. Yeah. Right? So it's like I give you the most props for like first of all leaving, which yeah. we'll get into, but yeah. also just like the fact that you're able to like and I know I'm sure it's so much harder and not as simple as I say but like Mm -hmm. set aside your like resentments and the hurt that you probably still feel in order to like let them have a relationship you know Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah oh it's it's and it's that was really hard for me and I knew so I mean getting into you know how it kind of went on you know and and into leading up to that leaving point it was um you know we we after that whole roommate situation we ended up getting our own place and you know, and to be honest, like we were, I we ended up going to therapy, like couples therapy, um, because he couldn't get over his ex, 
And this is the ex from when I was 18. And I'm just be in mind, I'm 23, 24 now. And so this is how yeah. long it's been going on. And um, he couldn't get over it. And so I was like, I, I was like, well, we go to counseling, you know, and he would like, we'd say things in counseling. He'd say, do them. He'd send them the fake numbers. And, you know, like you got to send a message just to like, you need to let her know, like, cause she just would pop in and out. And it's like, I had so much trauma. I am yeah. not proud of a lot and to say this too. And I think it's, I think it's good to like, like you said, give yourself grace. And I still hold myself accountable for like things I don't even want to do in my future relationship. Granted though, I think it did was influenced by this emotional like trauma. Right. Um, yeah. But like, I want to be able to, in those moments, like have more confidence. Like it's either this or I'm done. Like not just be like begging, you know, and, and, right. and, and there's, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't want, you shouldn't have to beg someone no, to be in 100%, your life. No, hundred percent. And that should be a sign. But, but we, but like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably have been there to some degree in some yeah. capacity, like maybe not begging per se or going to couples therapy or whatever maybe but like in a way like you don't want to let go like I've done it like yeah. I don't want to let go of a certain person even though I know they're not good for me because you just you, first of all for some fucking reason it makes you want them more I and second of all, you, you feel like you have to like for me it's like a thing it's like I struggle with my self-worth yeah so mm-hmm. like I struggle heavily with like physically Mm -hmm. accepting the way that I look and like not being confident and just like I put my unfortunately so much of my self-worth which like it sucks because I don't consider myself a superficial person like the things that the things that I critique about myself and the things that I don't love about myself and the things that I let get interfere with my life like I don't notice those things on other people do you get what I'm saying like I don't even think about you don't notice them on you I don't I don't even at all but with me it's like that's not good enough. You need to do that. You need it. Like it's, it's, it's like highlighting. So, yeah. Right. And so for me, rejection no. of any way with a guy, that just gives um, me a pit in my stomach. Cause it, hurts. It, it, it stings because for me, I automatically equate that to, I don't look good enough. Mm-hmm. I need to lose weight. I need to do this. I need to do that. Where it's like, bitch, you don't even know. Yeah. Maybe he fucking likes someone else. Maybe yeah. he, what, maybe he didn't like your personality. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. There's not always an explanation. Sometimes people just vibe with someone else. Like that, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But I don't. Sorry, I don't know why. No, why, I, I love I think it. I went off track. But I love it. <laughs> I. It's. Oh, the rejection thing. I just like blame myself, and so it's yeah. like you wanna. I'll do anything to like avoid having to get there. Yeah, that's exactly right? what I but, did. Yeah, because you, I, I yeah. didn't. I didn't, I, and, it, and I'm a competitive, I have this, I'm an athlete, so I think it doesn't help on top of rejection, like, you want to, like, like we said earlier, like, winning, win. and, like, yeah, even though it's yeah. not even, it shouldn't even equate to that, but it's, like, No, it, I get it, it, I get it. hurts. When I was younger, I, um, I think I have, I have some trauma with, like, uh, being rejected, or, like, um, even, like, when I have plans, I have to, like, I don't think things are going to happen until they do. I don't want to be disappointed. Um, and I am very pessimistic when it comes to that because I would rather not be let down. When I was younger, I would, right. I had some, like a good series of like dating in high school where I was doing some crap. Like I was just not being a good, a good girl. And I would go in, you know, these dates and these guys, one time I remember I was at the movie and he's like, we're going to go see a movie. And he's like, okay, great. Um, can you buy the tickets? I'm like, sure. I'll see you there. He, he never showed up. I literally am inside this movie theater by myself. And I'm like, my mom's like, how's it going? And I'm like, it's going great. Like, you know, I just, and this happened so many times. I just think it's built. And then when this happened, I'm like, it just, it wasn't solved within me. And so right. it just, triggered something. It triggered oh something God. in you. Yeah. Triggers yeah. is the best word. Cause it, it happens. Like you feel those triggers, like still to this day, 
if like, you know, I'm arguing like with someone or, you know, the family, like we're close, whatever we say things and, or if I get called, like if I hear the word crazy, if I even hear if we're talking about the word psychopath, it makes me feel like sick because I've been told that so many times. So I'm just sick of believing that that lie and not like those people are calling me that but even hearing someone no, I get talk it. about it it's totally like, you just like I don't care what you say but you just don't well, it's a, it. I mean it it's a wound right yes. it's a, it's it's a, not only is it a sensitive spot but it's a wound and if yeah. someone's like saying that in any way it's like they're just like opening that yep you know okay. opening it yeah it's just reopening and I, I I have like lately and where I'm at now I'm just struggling with you know I think I truly, truly feel like it's an addiction. Like it is a drug, uh, this situation that I've been in for so many long years because, and like that withdrawal of truly. Their attention. Yes. Or like. It's hard. And like, especially like, okay, so I'll get back to like, so basically um, during that time after I, you know, those two years we were together with Luca, um, it was like a year and a half. We tried to make it work. There was a lot of emotional abuse. I was, I was so insecure. I was jealous. Yeah. I, I just wasn't getting the love and attention that no. I deserved. You weren't even being treated slightest. right. No, yeah. I wasn't. Like I was. My highlight of our whole relationship is one time when like he brings home a flower, or one time when he leaves a Pedialyte on my nightstand after going out with a friend. Like, like I vividly remember the good, the good that came yeah. from it. And um, right before, like. Um, during this time, I remember it was Thanksgiving or right before Thanksgiving, I found out he cheated on me. Um, uh, and then I found out he tried to again another time and I was like home watching our son. And so then I, I, and then this is where it's so crappy because we had literally just signed a lease to a new apartment. And so I was like, we're even in the car and he's like, I just, I'm sorry. I just don't feel bad. Like, I, I don't know how to apologize because I just don't know. I don't feel like I owe one. And I still, like, moved in with him at this apartment. Now, let's be real, though. It only lasted 17 days because during this time, I was, like, a complete mess. I lied to everyone. I couldn't talk to my relationship to anyone other than, like, my close friends. Um, My family just knew I was a complete mess. I was not the right person. Um, So then when I – during this time, I was just trying so hard to make it work and – I found out that uh, right after the New Year's and he said all those things to me in the car about, you know, not being Luca's mom and wishing it was someone else, I found out that his ex, the one that I have like years of traumas with, was flying into Portland and he was going to go pick her up and they were going to go get dinner. She had a layover and so, you know, and, and through this whole time, you know, even more justification, like he would tell her it was my fault or I was overreacting, I was crazy. Not, you know, of course. So it's like, it, I, I mean, I have. I, the respect I wish that could come from that, like me and her, I never even met her personally. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be the girl who blames the other girl. And I think there was like, obviously it's his fault. Obviously she knew and it didn't, yeah. but, but you know what? He's feeding her what he, what she wants to hear. And he's feeding me what I right. want or what he wants me to hear. So with that, I like at that point when I figured that out, cause he didn't even tell me, I found out by wa- looking at his Apple watch. Like I, he didn't even tell me. And her name oh was God. like Buffalo something white buffalo or something which means like your long lost love or something like he yeah oh my god i know I'm like, I, wish, I wish people could see my reactions as you're <laughs> speaking because i'm like it's pretty yeah i know like saying out loud I'm like holy holy crap but yeah so i figured it out i'm like who is this and then i figured it out and i come i like basically asked like what are you doing after work and he's like i don't know i'll let you know i might go to john's or whatever or whatever his friend's name was and so at that point, I didn't reply, and I basically, I have, I've, I've made a bunch of videos of me crying, like, but I recorded myself crying in this moment, 
Um, and I was just hyperventilating and I was, I called my sister and I basically just told her, I mean, they, it's like a bomb to them because they have no yeah. idea what's going on. And like, I need to leave. And, and this isn't, it. I mean, I don't want to say this is the Holy grail cause it's not like the end end, but like it was the biggest point of my life to where I, I mean, I did leave. I got up and left. I did my thing and I took my stuff. I texted him. He didn't even really have anything to say. He didn't like, he didn't really care. Um, was that, that wasn't the last straw. Yeah, it, it in a weird. It was the beginning of right. It was the first time me. you actually. It was the first time you actually left. I, yeah, I stood up for myself in a way, knowing that like I'm not gonna get what I want back, and like I, right. I, I just, I literally, I looked at myself and like I can't. I literally didn't know at this point. I had tried so hard to to put band aids on everything else. It was just too big. Yeah. You know, I I, yeah. I couldn't fix it, and so my sister came and helped me move everything out, and like I just got the heck out of there, moved in with my parents, and. Um, yeah, we, we worked on, we never filed anything legally, um, but we like kind of both agreed on our own, which if you're listening to this, I don't recommend this file legally because where I'm at now really sucks. Um, but we, yeah, we, we tried to work it out. I get, I I don't know what he, he did or what, you know, who he got with, who we tried to work out things with, but in my eyes too, I'm like, if he needs to be with this ex, which this is just, you know, there's so much more detail with that, but like. This yeah. is, you need to do that. And I can't be in the way. Like, I almost right. hoped. I'm like, go. Like, she lived in San Diego. Though, Leave. So she's yeah. been live in the same. Wait, where does he live now? So he is in Oregon. Okay. And I'm in, in Arizona. Right. So, okay. um, yeah. So he is, yeah, he's still there. So I was like, you know what? I Hopefully you just like figure out what you, what you seriously like felt like. He told me I took away the chance of like, I ruined his life because me having a child would like not let him be with her like basically I felt like he resented me he truly did resent me he he told me all the time he thought I got pregnant on purpose I'm like why the hell would I do that like oh this is, I know and it's, is he is it, it just like everything that you're saying about him and I'm sure there's so much more yeah but like the things that you say about him just make him sound like a narcissist yes oh yeah I've read books on psychopathy and narcissists and something I've learned I want to share this for people you know and because the, the amount of times that I have questioned if I am the narcissist or if I am the psychopath. Like, am I the one? And in the books I've read and everything, they're like, let me tell you, this is the only thing that matters. If you are even asking yourself that question, Literally. you are not. Because the people who no, are, the fact don't. That, right. The fact yeah. that he told you, like, I don't feel bad for, yeah. like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? I know. And, 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 oh, I knew. But the thing that's so hard is that I still, like, as a person, like, I adore his personality I, it meshes like without the all the crap I still yeah I know that he is deep down a good person I just know that his life like going through and watching like a divorce and an affair and your parents when you're young like you know yeah. oh I'm like, sure there are so many circumstances that like, like that's what I said to you like I feel like somebody who had and I'm not saying this is like the end all be all I'm just saying like yeah. I feel like somebody who had a beautiful healthy upbringing would not necessarily be partaking in these kinds of events exactly. with someone. Exactly, and, yeah. And, making, and I'm not saying they would be perfect, but, I mean, no, no one is. No. But I don't think they would be putting someone down the way that he was putting you exactly. down. And the thing is, another huge sign that, that you said that, like, stands out to me that I've seen in from the outside mm-hmm. of other relationships is just, like, when they isolate you completely mm-hmm. from, like, oh. everybody in your life. Like, yeah. that is such a big one where it's, yep. like, the fact that you can't, you don't feel like you can talk to 
to people about him because they don't like him and it's complicated yeah. or the fact that you're you're not you're like you said it i wasn't myself or the fact that you literally are just isolated like i feel like that's how they want you because that's how they can control you yes it's so true and and i and i was reading this book about psychopath free and like i don't i don't consider him like he like i don't consider him a full like i don't think he's a psychopath like i really like i don't think he's a psychopath but i think he has tendencies that because it was talking about like you know Psychopaths are, they don't last long with empathetic people because empathetic people show emotion and they show like that trouble that, that, that and is it makes going them on in the relationship. it makes them uncomfortable probably. And it makes them have to admit their wrongs that they don't want to do. Right. So instead they put it on you and then they, they go on to their own thing. But like if you're with, if you're not empathetic, then you're not going to dish back what they're giving to you and you just don't care. That's why people, I mean, that's why I feel like people are with like, like kind of, surface level people like because they don't they don't challenge them they, they don't confront them about the crap they put them through and right it's it's so true with the isolation thing too and I always thought that meant like before this I was like because uh, he wasn't someone to be like you can't do this with people you can't like you can right. only, it was the opposite that made me feel like I like I felt like I like couldn't I would cancel all my plans just in case I could be there for him in any way possible I didn't I would choose not to do things with my family he would like make a big deal to do things with my family like it was just like mm, interesting this whole it's just this whole thing of like only what he wanted was like how like you know right. it was like it had to be along his lines and I felt like I was terrified to make him mad I was terrified to like and he was never like like we got in arguments so it was never like a physical abusive relationship like right. like that it was just more emotional which I think so many people are in and they just don't know that I was gonna ask you you know I know this is so hard and there's way more than one answer but if someone's listening to this and mm-hmm. they maybe feel like they aren't in the best relationship they're in maybe something a little bit toxic maybe they listen to this and and feel like oh shit like you know maybe I have been experiencing a little bit of emotional abuse because I feel like it's mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it is there are a lot of little ways where someone somebody can emotionally abuse you and you might not even realize they are doing it you know what I mean and then it yeah. becomes and then yeah. it becomes normal and maybe it doesn't escalate necessarily so it just becomes normal yeah. and that's like the same thing that they keep doing so people don't really realize like oh shit like that might be wrong you know so yeah. if somebody's listening and I guess I just would love to hear, like, what would you say to somebody who might not be in the best relationship where they're being treated the best mm-hmm. way? I think I think a lot of it, um, I think I've always known in my gut, I think that if you ever even have that conflicting feeling, like, I know this isn't how it should be, but, like, I want to keep making it work, I think you need to, like, if I could go back and change so many things, obviously I would, but there right. are so many times I knew deep down I need to go home, I need to leave, and I didn't. And I think that's hard for me because that's something I wish I had more strength to do, and that's what I tell everyone too. I, I feel like I'm the best at giving people advice about this stuff because I know exactly what, I think everyone can be pretty good because you're like, you know exactly, but when you're not emotionally connected, it's completely different. Right, but that's um, why like, I feel like, that's why I feel like everybody's answer would just be like, just leave. And yeah, it's like, it's sometimes not. it's not that simple. So like, it's not what, what's something else you would do? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe um, do you wish you would have like reached out more to like your family say, or something like I that? Think, I think what's really important and like literally, I mean, I, I have put, I struggle with a lot of anxiety, ADHD. I've put my family since I was a kid. I was a, a lot as a kid. Um, I put my family through a lot. Um, and they've always been there for me and I'm very gracious for them. My parents yeah. also have like literally raised Luca for me. So it's like, with, well, not for me, but with me. And with you, yeah. 
So if I couldn't have been honest to them about what was really going on, I think that's a really big red flag. Like if you don't feel like not about even like intimate, like that kind of stuff, but just even the basics. Like one time my dad and me were right before I left, this was in that new place before I left, we were putting up a TV mount and see, or the, the guy, the father wasn't uh, there and we did it wrong. And I was freaking out. I was like, he's gonna be so mad at me. I, like, and that, that part of me came out I'm like, oh my God, like he's gonna be so mad. He's gonna yell. My dad's like, what, what are you like? Yeah, he was, like, like disturbed. Like, he's, relax. Yeah, he's like, what? They said, like, we'll figure it out. Like, I was like, no, he's gonna be mad. And he, like, he was fine. Like he wasn't like that mad, but he's like, he just made me feel so stupid. He made me feel so dumb. I felt like my, like to tell me like, oh, that's a big word. Like that's a big oh word. Oh my Good gosh. Job. Like, like, and not even trying to be condescending, but it's just like, na- I just popped out. It's not, it's like, it was, like, I'm natural not, like, to him to, like, make you yeah. just feel shitty. Yeah, like, I know I'm not the most, like, I'm not, like, the best in, like, I'm not the most knowledgeable in, like, everything in the world, but, like, I'm not, like, stupid. Like, I just felt like no. it lowered me to a level that I could never meet him at. Like, he put me up this place in his mind, and that's narcissistic, too, because, you know, I, I was beneath him. Like, I, right. I was not right. at, his le- at his level. And so I think if you're struggling with this stuff, um, I think it's important to talk to someone because yeah. – and not – but the problem is that if you're going to talk to only – this is what happens. You only talk to the people who are going to tell you what you want to hear. What you want to hear. Exactly. And that is where I messed up. Not messed up, but I just – I didn't I didn't want to talk to my sister who was going to bluntly tell me and, like, basically like – Because you like, knew. Because you knew. I, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I would, like, avoid it. So I think that's a big thing is, like, going to people that, like – first of all, if you feel like you're constantly compensating, if you're constantly, like – if you are doing more in the relationship just in general, I feel like 100% you're being taken advantage of. And that's a first where you need to, like, if you like, evaluate that you, uh, yeah, because it's just like, I know a, a friend who's also kind of going through the same, was going through the same thing for like years. And like, still to this day, you know, it's, she still feels like it's her fault. Right. And like, you know, she did the right thing. She feels like she lost, even though she got gained like the best. It, it's just like, it, it's going to F mess with your head for, a long time and I'm not gonna say that you're gonna do what you want to do and it's not gonna be easy because look at me now like I'm still I was just not. gonna say can I ask yeah. you do you feel now are you able to recognize that er- so much of everything of what he was saying yeah. to you was his problem and it's not actually who you are and a reflection of you like are you able to yeah. make that like distinction yeah. now because it would break my fucking heart and it breaks my heart to think of anyone who else, anyone else who's in the situation who like, I mean, fuck, if someone's telling me stuff like that, I will believe, I'll start to believe it. You start yeah. to believe it, right? Like, yeah, I think that I, I definitely know I'm I mean, like I said, you know, that wasn't the ending, but I feel like that when I say it's the beginning, it was the beginning of me analyzing things from an outside perspective and not being involved and like as best I could while still having to like co-parent quote right. unquote, yeah. um, I, I definitely, I definitely feel more confident about like, I know that they, he has problems right. that, that in himself, just like we all do, we all have our own problems and mm-hmm. they obviously come out differently. I think what's hard for me now is that, um, like I, I go through these, these waves, like basically after, you know, that had all, all thing happened in August of this, just la- not, uh, not this last August, but in 2019, right. um, I just like he was like starting to talk to other people and it drove me insane. So then we started to talk more and then like he, he felt more apologetic. He was nicer. He I felt like he changed. Like actually, truthfully, I did feel not to the person who I deserve, but like I did feel like he was 
trying more. And then like, you know, we were, we, it actually wasn't bad, but I still, then I felt this thing with like, I couldn't post about him. I couldn't talk about him. You had him. to keep it a secret. I had to feel like, yeah. And, and also my heart, like I was, I think I was kind of embarrassed because I think everyone just knew what I had been through and like my heart and my, like I wanted him, but I knew I didn't, it wasn't the right thing. So that's why I was like, before I couldn't like distinguish the two and now I could, and I could see like, I, you know, and it's still messy. And like I say, like, I'm still in this place of like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes, but Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, exactly. And it's not, it is not just like you leave and you're done and it's no. Oh my gosh. I I feel like if anything, I know this is very different, very, very different, Mm -hmm. but it's what I can compare to in my life or one of the things I can compare to in my life. Like it's like when I was in an eating disorder, when I had, when I was in the knee deep of an eating disorder, Uh when I finally asked for help and I started seeing my therapist and my dietitian, et cetera, I thought like hardest parts over. Right? Like, I thought hardest part is over. Hell no. Hell no. Let me tell you, like, and anyone will tell you this, too, is, like, yeah, that part sucks, right? Yeah. But recovering and, like, relearning how to live and relearning how to eat and relearning how to be social and treat yourself and talk to yourself and your routines and think and reprogramming your mind, let me fucking tell you, like, it is so much harder than being in it like I told my I tell my Mm -hmm. therapist all the time I'm like wow like I had no idea how hard the work after was so yep very different but I I feel like it's similar in the sense of like what like the hard such a hard part is relearning now who you are and like what you deserve and unlearning and unlearning everything he was trying to teach you Yes. Yeah. Right. And it's so weird. It's so weird for me because I am this person that like, I still, to this day, I feel weird saying he was in the wrong. It's still this emotional trauma. Really? It's like this, like, PT- yes. Not, okay. Like not, not like, to- but like when someone else says something bad about him, there's like this trigger in me to be like, well, to defend you know, him. I did do that. Yes. Like I did, you know, like there was this and I've gotten a lot better at it. Um, it's weird for me to think that he did try it. Like, he, because he, you know, we've talked about, it, we're very open. Like he, he's like, I, I don't try to manipulate you, but she's not going to tell me, oh yeah, I tried to manipulate you. But right. like, I do think that like, just because it's naturally who he is, it just kind of happens, you know, like still with co-parenting now, it like in this place. And, and basically what happened after, you know, that whole thing is back in February, I like, and it's so funny because I'm struggling now. So it's like funny to look back at like where I was. And it's like, I was so unattracted. I was just like turned off. I just, I knew in my heart, I had the best feeling in the world, you know, and that was the truest I think I've ever felt to myself. I just knew I didn't want to be with him. I deserve better. He's yeah. not going to be the person I wanted a family. I want that support, the pregnancy, the family. I just wanted it all. I knew right. it wasn't going to happen. So I broke up with him and he literally did not think I, it was actually happening. And then his way of explaining, like he literally thought that I was, the way he coped with it was like, I wouldn't even say cope because he was fine. But, like, he said that he thought I was just trying to, like, play a mind game to get him to want me more or something. Like, he literally because because that's Because that. that's what he would do. Exactly. I'm like, this, I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, he couldn't dare think about maybe the things he had to work on totally. to be a better partner. And instead just be like, honestly, she's just trying to play a game. Like, she's just trying, like, like, no, like it's, to want it's, me back. Well, imagine for someone... I mean, who thinks that way, like, it's so much easier to just be like, she's just fucking with me. Like, she's just trying to play yeah. a mind game rather than being like, oh, my God, she deserves better than me. I don't treat her right. Oh she deserves God. a man who's there. Like, 
Which yeah, one do you think? No, no. Which one do you think he's gonna go for? You know, because yeah, his ego gets dented. They cannot. It's all about their ego. It, yeah. I mean, he compartmentalizes. They these people compartmentalize things so that they don't have to feel guilt. They don't right. have to feel remorse that yeah. they are wrong because they're all their whole life is a lie. I can't like, even imagine the like when he told you that when he cheated and he didn't know what like to feel bad. Like yeah. if I, I yeah. like if I like blink wrong at someone, I will feel guilty about it for like three years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I I remember we were driving. Not like I remember what exit we were on. I remember where oh I did. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. <laughs> but like now, so going back to that. So like, okay. you are able now to be like, I know I deserved better. I yeah. know the things he said to me were a lie. Like, are you yeah. able to like say that and think that and like feel it? Yes. Yeah. So see, yeah. That's that's really the only, like. I, it's still hard. And now co-parenting and like like I said, he comes and visits and he's here and like. He, it's like really hard emotionally and understanding like, because in my heart, I always know what I deserve. I do know. I like feel so much confident, more confident now, but Good. it's so easy to be like emotionally distracted and hurt in those well, moments. It's, like, it's also like, first of all, like you need to, again, be kinder to yourself because this yeah. just fucking happened. Like you're telling me February of this year, like yeah. that was like, uh, that was like two days ago. Like, you know what I, I mean? Know. Emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like, you have to realize too, it's like, how long would th- did this go on? Like what? Six years? Seven years? Uh, uh, since 2012. Okay. So, so like eight, eight years, years. eight yeah. years of your life and eight years of trauma and I'm not saying there were no good moments but eight years of, yeah. of a conflicted relationship like do you think that's gonna go away in three how long has it been four yeah. months like absolutely not you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. healing I feel like healing takes so much time and I feel like yeah. what I said to you earlier like I don't think like I feel like I'm still healing from I'm like I feel like I'm sorry I don't want to make it about me I feel like no, I'm no god please I like love to hear it. I am finally just starting to address my actual real feelings of like losing my dad which was eight years ago like you know what I mean and not to say that I didn't grieve because I definitely did but I feel like there were so many parts that I just shut down because it was just easier Mm -hmm. to do that and I just feel like healing is such a oh my gosh how do I even I don't know I don't know if there's even a word for it like I feel like there is no end game there is no right way to heal I don't think there's Mm -hmm. like I think it's a I think it's a like I I there's not a straight it's not a straight line it's your your own path like I think so I feel like it's seasons it's like I feel like Mm -hmm. it comes in seasons as well but I just want to say like that was so recent and like it's been so long like it's gonna it's gonna not not like in a bad way but it's gonna take time oh for sure and that's what I think people need to understand because it takes time like yeah and also people who don't have that ability to empathize with it they're like well you should just get over it like what what are you hung up on I can't I can't it's so hard because I and I think it's when people see the actions they're like it's very evident what you should do and it's like it's not that I don't it's not that we don't know that it's just like I truly feel it's a, it's an addiction to a, some sort of drug of some sort. You know, and just, there are certain drunk. there are certain situations that you can't explain to people, and mm-hmm. like you said, some people are able to be sympathetic, but they're not able to be empathetic, and there's a big difference. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes it's so frustrating because I'm the same. I'm like I feel like we're the same in the sense like I want to explain things to people, and I want to explain like this is why I'm suffering, and this is what I've been through, and yeah. this is why I might do this, and this is why I might do that, or whatever it might be. But mm-hmm. sometimes we have to let go of the fact that, no, we have to let go and understand that sometimes people will just not understand your, like, yeah. your thing and what you've been through. And I, I'm i a big fan of people who are able to 
put themselves in other people's shoes whether or not they've been through that or not you know what I mean like there's so many there's so many things that I haven't been through but I'm able to like I'll sit in there in the mud with you and like try to feel it out as much as I can because I want to learn and I want to hear what you went through you know what I mean yeah but not everyone has that in them and it sucks right because we yeah but it is what it is it's like one of those things that I've just tried to accept and be like not everyone's gonna understand and that's okay yeah you know? Yeah, and I think that's that's the biggest thing, especially when you're like looking, if you're listening and you're looking for people who feel like that way, or like who can you reach out to? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. have a, I have a faith base, so that helps. That has helped a lot, just like having that, and like that is something huge for me because I feel always loved regardless of what I'm going through. But I think just journaling too like I have journals of like some crappy stuff I've written over the years and it helps me to go back and be like okay this is why this is why this is why but it's gonna be okay (laughs) that's why I think it's hard to understand like I hurt still because I just feel like and I'm also raising it it's this I think it's easier to get over someone and not have to still be like connected to with them for the rest of your life um especially when I think when your kids are older you're not you're not initiating all the like the FaceTime calls and everything. You don't have to see them all the time, but right now it's hard. But in time, it's gonna but it, get it's, better. It's not gonna be hard forever. You know, no, like it not. might be it's hard not. right now, but it's not gonna be hard forever. And yeah. I feel like at least like yes, you have to be connected in some way, right? Yeah. But thankfully, aside from when he visits you, like thankfully there's a lot of space between you guys physically. I feel yeah. like that's like that's, a that's a huge one. Like yeah. that's a and huge I, I, one. I notice myself being the best when in those moments, like, you know, I'm like, I'm a little nervous. Like he's coming like, and it's like, it's not like easy because it just like, how could it be easy? There's so much history there. Like, I don't, but you just have to, I feel like obviously it's so much easier said than done, but Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to lean on the things that make you feel good when he's not yeah. around you need to keep doing the same things when he is around like do your yes. thing do the things that That's so feed true. your soul and like yeah not in it almost in a way like pretend he's not there obviously not but like as if he weren't there do the things that you know are going to make you feel good and strong I guess even yeah. with even more like with even more purpose because it's like yeah you're kind of dealing with it head on for a few days you know what I yeah. mean and I feel yeah. like something else that would make me feel better at least if I were in that situation is I would just tell myself one day at a time which I do all the time because like you I struggle with anxiety and so I I can't think too far in advance because I start to lose my shit so I just try to tell myself like one day at a time and this is temporary right like he doesn't live with you it's temporary and whatever feelings come up to you while he's there or while he's not there are fucking valid because you have to remember how much history is there but you also have to tell yourself like the feelings that are coming up whether good or bad there might be both they're all they're all visiting you like they're not going to stay there you know what I mean like they might come to you the bad ones might come to you old things might come up and and it makes you remember something that he said or maybe this happened or this event whatever Mm -hmm. it may be they're all just visiting you just like he is just like he's visiting you those feelings are visiting you too and then they all fucking bounce (laughs) you know so what you're saying is so true and I think that is just like something that I think it's the hardest thing because I feel like in these situations, whether you have a kid or not and you're going through this, um, it's hard to, like, find help, like, books or, like, anything just because I feel like it's just so particular. Like, totally. it's not just – this is the situation. Like, there's yeah. so much more that goes into it. And I just think – like, get like you're saying, giving yourself grace and remember – like, working on self-love and what makes you happy and, like, focus – like, that's where this beauty account came. I had just left and that's why I made my skincare account was just because I, I wanted to invest in something for me and that 
help so much. Whatever it is, I think you do need to go after it and try to do something different for you that makes you happy. And well, it's like somebody just, somebody just drank all the water in your cup and now it's like, you have to fill it up again yourself. Like no one else is going to pour it in there anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That's hard sometimes. Cause sometimes I feel like after I can imagine, I think after being in a relationship like that or something draining like that, like it's kind of hard to be like, what does make me happy? Like, what does make me feel good? What does make That's, me feel yeah. loved? Right? And so... Yeah. And but if you... Yeah. You have to be Sorry, curious. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Like, I feel like curio- curiosity is a big thing there, too. Is like, what yeah. actually makes me feel good? What do I think would make me happier? What do I think... Like, what do I want from other people that I have to give myself right now? And that's the hardest fucking thing because, I mean, this I feel this too on a daily basis. Like, some days I can give it all to myself and some days I'm like, no, like, it's not, I'm not feeling it today, you know? And there's going to be those days. But I think it's overall just, like, giving yourself the love that wasn't there, that yeah, I guess, like, he didn't give you. You're going to realize, this is something for me too, like, you don't even know what the freaking shit makes you happy anymore because you spent so much time just giving him everything or giving her whatever it is like that was all that mattered so like it's gonna be hard it's it's gonna be hard but I I it's gonna you're gonna feel free in the weirdest way like I remember I felt like relieved I can't even imagine yeah yeah but it was like I still had so much on my plate but I just think like if you're contemplating it or like if it's if you feel even if you're listening to this and you feel like you even might be in a relationship like this or going through something like this like just being able to acknowledge it is important and you need to give yourself some grace maybe you work it out I mean I've seen people go through stuff like this and they work it out maybe not but like just kind of like I that's why I say journaling is important just kind of keeping track of of your life and your feelings and knowing like you know like when's enough and just knowing who can you tell who can you go tell your mom everything can you go tell your sister or someone who would judge you like or in that way like can you say this and know like they're in good confidence they're going to like be happy with how you are and they love you they love you your family your friends those closest people like their actions are out of love so if they feel like what's happening is not right then the person you're with is not loving you the way you deserve so totally it's a whole process how amazing that i didn't know this like your account i didn't know you only had it for a year and also that you started it in the hopes of finding something that was gonna fill mm-hmm. your soul up and look what's happened like yep. isn't that fucking amazing like you should be so proud of yourself <laughs> yeah. and like literally for a second like you need to not even for a second every day you need to like hype yourself up truly because yeah. that is not something small like that's huge and like the fact that like when you were saying all this I was like this happened in February like this is like so <laughs> soon and it's like yeah give yourself credit like you are killing it and like the fact that like I told you earlier is the people that I love the most online and the people that I connect to the most online are people that and I respect people that are private I'm not shading on anyone like that I'm just saying I because I'm such an open book I connect to other open books too and My favorite thing is not even the open book part. It's more so just like, yeah, my feed, like, for example, your feed is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then we go to your stories and you're like, I am so anxious today. I'm going through this and this Falling and that. I'm go- but like, that's what I love because like yeah. that rawness, you know what I'm saying? It's like that rawness mm-hmm. that you have and like how genuine you are about the shit you're going through. It's like, you don't know who you could be helping. 
by yeah. saying all yeah. that and opening up. Yeah. And so I just like admire you so much and I have so Thank much you. respect for you for like opening up about shit like this because I know it's not easy. Yeah. But it's so I love thinking about like even this conversation. Like I'm so excited about it because I'm like yeah. if I if 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 we put this out and somebody's listening to this and they're like holy shit and something clicks in them. Mm-hmm. It's like that's all that matters to me. It's all you and that's all you need and I I think that like it is so important to just like be honest and real. Like I yeah. have always I don't know if I could have done that on my personal page back, you know, like you know where I have like yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's, yeah. Which they still can go see it, but I No, think I have a so personal important. I have a personal page too and if anyone yeah. the people that follow me there probably think I'm dead cuz I don't post anything. <laughs> exactly. I know. I get like 20 likes and I like but like and I'm like I've had like my whole life yeah. I'm like you know what? Is this just of Luca? So but it's it's so true. Like yeah. I think that like I'm I'm happy to be raw and real and that's just like I don't, I get, it's hard seeing just like things that don't look real or don't look like, I feel like, oh, people's lives look so perfect sometimes. And like, no, no, no. And behind it's, it. it's, it's never what it seems, you know, yeah. like it's no, never what it, never. it seems. And it's just like, we all go through shit. Right. So it's yeah. like, why? Like, I just, I always say this and I feel like a broken record, but like, I feel like I felt so alone in my life mm-hmm. going through certain subjects that like I didn't know who to turn to and things that I just yeah. didn't you know like I, I wish yeah. I had social media back then because I it probably would have helped but um even then there weren't people talking about shit like this but yeah I felt so alone that now I'm like I the only thing that I want with my podcast the only thing I want with my page is like yeah I would love to like entertain people and whatever and share mm-hmm. cute shit and whatever it is but <laughs> yeah the main thing for me is like if I can make someone else not feel alone in whatever it is mm-hmm. they're going through like that's it like that's what makes 100%. me 100% that's what makes me happy and that's that's what fulfills me like posting a picture of the shit that I put in my hair like yeah, I have fun it's doing great. it. I have yeah. fun doing it. Are you kidding? I have such a good time. I yeah. love it. Like, I lo- I shamelessly love all this stuff. I love it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But does that, like, fulfill my heart? No. Yeah. You know? I completely understand. Yeah, so, that's, I 100% agree, and I think that's in – I love – and that's why I gravitate towards you and so many people that we all, like, kind of relate yeah. to, and yeah. I think it's just – it's easier to – I, you know, let me like, like explain my day and like shit I'm going through to help you like not remember what's going on with you or like, just like let you know you're not alone because like, I know I'm not the only one probably crying right now or not, not right now, but like, you know, in those moments. So I think it's important that everyone just be like as transparent and real because I mean, it's hard to come by and that's what I'm learning. Like not everybody is able to do that. 100%. Yeah. Okay, sadly, this is our last question. I could talk to you okay. for fucking hours yeah. if our AirPods didn't die. We make it. But um, my last question is just, what have you been doing to unwind lately? What unwind. is keeping you happy? Um, well, I got an, the new iPad Pro, so I've been, oh like, gosh. doodling and so drawing. Fun. I know I just bought a freaking MacBook, so that's stressful. But, yeah, yeah I got my book. Um, and then I think just, like, Wait, did you get the pencil? Did you get the... Yes. Oh, my God. That's what I want. It looks so fun. It's so fun. And it's really therapeutic, especially if you have an iPad, like, just going on the drawing apps and and stuff. And you're so good at, like, you're so good at the, like, like, illustrations and stuff like that. Yeah. It's so fun. So I I definitely have been working on that. And just, like, honestly, I also, like, on top of all this, I literally just moved my entire life to a new state. And, like, I'm just trying to, like, get situated and feel like this isn't an Airbnb this is my it house feels like so, home. Yeah. yeah so it's been a whole lot of that and just kind of um just relaxing honestly I'm just trying to like 
when my anxiety gets so bad and I'm just, you know, those panic attacks, I just need to be in a place. I need to make my room look good. I need my space yeah. to feel good. Like I need a place that I can go unwind literally. So yeah. those are kind of what, what I've been doing lately. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah. on and being so okay. open. And I feel like everybody's going to love this conversation. And yeah. I'm just like, I just loved it so much. I loved it. I know, me you too. Were bo- I I'm, it. I'm ready for the podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for the oh, podcast. Man. You were made for podcasts, trust you, me. You have done amazing. I mean, it's so fun to be on here and, like, being doing this with you. You're so easy. Like, we both have, like, never even, like, talked. We've, yeah. We've talked on audio, yeah. but we both fa- we were FaceTiming before, and we're like, oh, like, hi. hi. I was like, nice to meet you. <laughs> like, mid-convo, yeah. talking for, like, three or four minutes. Like, hi. Yeah. So, but these yeah. are my favorite yeah. conversations where it's, like, it just, like, flows, you know? Like, it just yes. flows. It feels so comfortable. Like, I could talk to you for hours. Like, come back yeah. anytime. I actually would love to have you back on to talk more about, like, social media and stuff like that. Like, I feel oh, like that would be also it. a really good conversation. Um, but if you guys are listening to this, go harass Abby to start her own (laughs) podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and this was so good. It was so good. I had so much fun. I truly appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to my conversation with Abby. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please go give her some love. Go follow her if you don't already. She is such a beautiful human. Her account is incredible. And just go give her some love because she gave us so much in this episode and I'm so grateful for it. So again, thank you for listening. Let me know what you guys thought. And yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend or day whenever you're listening. Go get drunk, be safe, you know, be happy. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm a little caffeine drunk. Okay. Love you guys. I will see you next week. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.